Hey, 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 you guys. I'm just so excited to have our special guest here on Black Canvas. And this is season six, and I just feel like we're getting so many amazing artists and entrepreneurs, and I would say a lot of game changers on this show. And one person who I do admire, and I'm so excited that he wanted to be on the show, is Mr. Joel Bryant. And if you guys have not heard of him before, he is an up-and-coming R&B pop artist to look out for. He's currently working on a full-length album in Los Angeles, California, and Joel is no stranger to music. With an EP about you already out that tackles hard subjects such as heartbreak and addiction, there is no place he isn't willing to go to tell his story and to help people get through life with his gift of music. And we're just so grateful to have Mr. Joel here as a guest on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, of course. What an intro. Thank you. I was like, I was like gasping over here when you were saying all this stuff. I was like, oh, I did say that. I did write that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but there's but, one thing uh, that yeah, I I've... didn't mention, Joel, is that he is also one of the stars on X on the Beach, which is a really cool show. So I, I forgot to mention that as well. <laughs> I am. I am on this season of X on the Beach. And just, you know, it's a little, a little advertisement moment here, but um, I will be washing up really, really soon. So excited about that thank you for mentioning that as well oh absolutely well one of my favorite people on that show is Dave Owen I've been following her since Big Brother I love her okay let's take let's take let's have a moment for Miss Dave Owen. as soon as I walked up in there we were just like singing gospel songs I was like I had never listen I've, I've been a fan of the challenge which she's been on um, but I, I stopped watching that so long ago and she's pretty big on there. You know, a lot of people know her. So when I went there, I had a clean slate with her and she is just so amazing, such a queen. And everything that you see on TV is exactly how she is in real life. She's so real. And, and I just love her. She's definitely the person that I grew closest to in the house and that I respected. And then after I got back, I saw everything that she's done and I'm like, oh no, she is so much more amazing. So shout out to her. She, shout out to her. If you ever talk to her anytime soon, let her know I love her. I just have been a huge <laughs> fan. I'm a Big Brother fan. Everyone who knows me knows that's one of my favorite shows outside of Survivor. And so when I watched yeah. her on there, I was rooting for her on the All-Star version as well as the original season. She is just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Such, such a queen. I saw her recently for the premiere party, and she's... God, she's just beautiful and everything. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can literally talk about her this whole episode because literally like <clears throat> going on, I was very hesitant because I'm not a reality star and I don't like all the, you know, buffoonery that goes on. But I was really, really I loved being able to get on there and meet somebody that was real and and funny and just so dynamic. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And you have a lot of those qualities as well. So we're going to really talk about some of your songs. And I came up with some questions that I thought would be really innovative and a way for us to kind of get to know you. And then the great thing is I actually use some lyrics from Joel's songs that we're going to also have questions from. So are you ready? I am so ready. Let's go. All right. So the first one we have is Anyways. And the lyrics that I'm going to kind of read out loud is, I wish you never hurt me. I wish I never left. So can you tell us what is your definition of the word regret? Ugh, regret. Um, I know a lot of people say that, that you shouldn't regret a lot of things. But to me, it's just things that if you could go back, you would do differently, you know, um, things that 
I don't know that that just you know need a little tweak that <laughs> maybe just you would have just done differently. I think. I love that, and I, I feel like there's some things we can, if we had the opportunity to change, I think that would be such a great thing to kind of look back. I know for myself, one of the biggest regrets I had was not telling my grandfather I loved him the day before he died. I just kind of had a a vision and a thought that he was going to pass, and it was something that was really hard, and I wish I had said it in that moment, um, but I always look at it like he knew I loved him, but it was just one of the hardest things of when you want to share something and you you don't want to look at the end results of someone's life. And when you're not sure, you know, it's just, it was a hard thing. So that's one thing for me. I I did regret for many years, but I've learned that. Man, that's, that's, that's really, really deep. Like that's, <laughs> you really took that one there, but I, um, I relate with you. My, my cousin recently passed within the past year um, due to COVID. He was so young, so unprecedented his death. And all I could think about was like the last few text messages that we had back and forth. And, you know, I was really, thinking that he was going to come out of there okay and alive. And unfortunately he passed. So I didn't give him as much attention as I really wanted to, or as I really should have, you know, and um, not to say, like you said, that they don't know that we love them and that, you know, that, you know, what's, what, what is understood doesn't need to be, you know, communicated, doesn't need to be explained. Um, But, um, but yeah, it's just, you know, you just wish you could have, done things differently and 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 you know it just makes it would have just made it a little I don't know it, you know it's that slippery slope when you think of regret but if I could go back and I think if you could go back we would maybe do things differently absolutely and I think the great thing is this is your way of honoring your family is in what you do today like when we get to see you we get to see part of your family as well yeah for sure definitely absolutely so what is your best way, in your opinion, of moving forward after someone has hurt you? Do you have any type of strategy that you use? You know, I'm, I, the, the place where I was at when I wrote all of my music or when I sang all of, all of, all of my, my About You EP, because it's all about the same person when it comes to talking about a relationship. But um, where I'm at now, I, I, I really do look at it like it's not for me. You know, whatever, however, whatever, in whatever journey or whatever, wherever life takes me, um, the ups and the downs, um, I need to appreciate all of them. You know, when you're up, it's good. It's great. When you're down, you also need to understand it's for a reason, for a purpose. So the way I move forward is just knowing that it's for a reason, um, knowing that it'll help me in the future, knowing that those things, even though they're hurting me, they're not for me. Um, and that something better is on the horizon. You know what I mean? It's like, I always tell people, like, I would rather know um, things, even though they hurt me or they're not that great, just to know what the truth is and to be able to move forward and to be able to step into my blessing, you know, because if you're not, if you're not part of my blessing, then I need to go, you know, <laughs> like I need to move forward and be, be where I'm blessed, you know? Oh, <laughs> just thinking, having that mindset to answer your question, having that mindset that by moving forward and by forgetting about it, and knowing that it's not for you, you're going to step into your blessing and into something better. That should be a daily mantra of step into your blessing. Period. I feel like people forget that people bless you with their presence and also their exit as well. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes you have mm-hmm. to just allow people to be themselves and you can't change others. I think that's one major thing I've learned over my lifetime is that I'm not here to change another person. I'm here to influence them 
in the way I live and the way I choose to share my joy and my happiness and my pain and my sorrow, but also when I actually can get a hold of what I'm feeling and my emotions, then I can be a whole individual for me. But I think a lot of times, and especially for our younger listeners, I want y'all to remember is that, you know, you're going to go through challenges and you're going to have people who are going to support you. And there's some people you need to kind of let them off on the next stop. I always say like a train before it derails, you know, do I want to go down with it or do I want to actually find a way to exit? And the great thing about life is our blessings, you know, can help dictate what we want for ourselves. And there are some people who are going to give you a lot of knowledge, even if it hurts, but you know, in order for us to have joy, we're going to have pain as well. So I, I love that you said that. Yeah, and that's that's so true. And I've it's taken me a while to apply that because even like making music, like I attribute everybody who's been on the journey with me, you know, anybody that's helped me with anything, with any part of the project, I've like held them so near and dear to my heart. And it's been hard to cut ties sometimes with certain people based on things that they've done that haven't been like, you know, it, it, based on based on a little conflict, a little controversy with our relationship, you know, it's hard to let them go, but you really need to understand that the people you keep around you, they form you, they, they, you guys exchange energy, you know, you guys share experiences and if they're not adding, they're taking away. And, um, you know, you really have to prioritize your energy, your space, your bubble, you know, so you got to do what's best for you. Yes. Yeah, I'm all about energy. I tell people, people want more of your energy than just your time. And if you're giving off negative energy, you know, sometimes that can be reciprocated in different ways. So I do, I 100% agree with that. All right. Yeah. So I have another one for you, playing with fire. So what has been one of the riskiest mm-hmm. career decisions that you've made that has paid off for you? Um, just getting into music in general, you know, I used to, I was, I was, I really wanted to be signed when I was like a teenager, when I was younger growing up and when I was coming up and stuff. And um, I looked at it like, if I didn't get signed, then I can't do what I love. I can't do what I want. And so, you know, after a while of being rejected and, you know, I mean, I've been told everything about my talent and about my voice, you know, in, in negative and positive ways, but um just investing in my career was very, very risky, you know, choosing to be an independent artist and to be a hundred percent self-funded. It's a lot of money to create, uh, you know, a project from beginning to end. Um, and you know, it's risky because you don't, it's risky because it costs money. It costs a lot of money. It's risky because it's your reputation. It, it's a reflection of, of, of your talents and your abilities when you're creating art. And um, to do it alone with no label, you know, which is a machine that is, you know, it works behind you, then you're just kind of on your own. And, you know, the payoff was really uh, people liking it and people being able to um, relate to it, being able to do what, you know, to be able to be on platforms, streaming platforms like every other artist out there, um, to be on this interview. You know what I mean? People acknowledging my talent, acknowledging their interest in me. So, it was a very risky move and a lot of people in the beginning were like, what the heck are you doing? But it's definitely paid off and I'm only beginning, you know, I'm only starting and, and, and it's just a great way to kind of, it's a, I've built a great foundation and I know that I'm going to continue on this road and just get, you know, better. I love that. And I think it is risky, but I think you get the profit of it in the end, knowing that you were the one who created this for yourself. So that's amazing. I hear that. We're all about profit over here. So 
<laughs> like it's it's great to you know see that kind of come back to you so well you know if it's up then it's up then it's up then it's stuck right <laughs> exactly <laughs> i had to make a joke y'all all right so <laughs> so the next one i have for you is rather be lonely so the lyric we have is uh-huh. i'm feeling like i'll never look at you the same i got to go i won't let you fool me if I had a choice, I'd rather be lonely. So how did you put your hurt and pain into the songwriting process? And who has been one of your biggest motivators or mentors that's helped you become the artist you are today? Well, to answer your second question first, Jojo, Joanna Jojo Levesque has been my like influence for so long. Um, her, stor- her story, her continued journey, um, her music, her talents, her abilities, like so inspiring, such, she's laid out such like a blueprint for, for, for even people like me, you know, when she was, I don't know if, you know, the audience listening or, you know, a lot about her story, but she was stuck in a, in a contract situation and with a label and was kind of like hands tied. So she decided to go out and make mixtapes. She decided to continue to tour, um, you know, release music. And, you know, she basically told us, Hey, like if, you can't if people are binding you down if people are aren't letting you live your dream go out there and do it yourself you know i'm signed and i can't even do it but i'm still going to do it so she has definitely been such a an inspiration for me and in regards to the actual like song and the lyrics um you know i was i genuinely reached a breaking point with the relationship and was like i need to get this out And, you know, I could have done a lot of things, but I chose to reach out to a few resources that I have. And I was like, let's get all of this on paper. And, and, you know, how do you, I asked, you know, my producer at that time, how, how do you make music? How do you take your music from beginning to end? And I want to do this with this concept of rather be lonely. And, you know, I just basically just verbal diarrhea. (laughs) That's what it was. It was just like, let's get everything out and then see what sticks and, and I just vented to, to you know, a pen and a paper. I love that. And I'm so glad that you mentioned JoJo. And I definitely know a lot about JoJo's career. Um, been a huge fan. And actually, I had an opportunity to interview one of her background singers, who I oh enjoy God. and just love her. She was on The Voice, um, Miss Keisha Renee, who... Period. She was on her last tour. Shout out to her. She's amazing. Like, vocal goddess. But queen recognizing queen, you know? She is. She's amazing and she's um, getting ready to have her baby. And I'm just, I love Keisha Renee. I mean, I just want to stop for a minute and just say how much I love her. And she's one of the most genuine people I've talked to and just amazing. So shout out to her and JoJo. I mean, JoJo, I mean, we can go from um, too little, too late to how to touch a girl to rain, (laughs) let it rain down on me or even her version of SWV. When she did week on her album, I I love me some JoJo. Yeah, we stand for queens here. She's amazing. So I want to go to another fun one. So if you could write a song for any top 40 artists on the charts right now, who would you choose and what genre of music do you feel the most comfortable recording? Okay, well... I don't know if JoJo is on top 40, but we've already recognized that, like, if I had to, like, you know, she's my queen. But I'm trying to think of somebody somebody else. Um, 
I, I really, really, I know this is going to sound really cliche, but I've followed Justin Bieber since the beginning. And um, his catalog is just so, actually, I'm sorry, I take that back. Chris Brown, sorry, Justin Bieber, Chris Brown. Because I feel like Justin Bieber is like a protege of Chris Brown. But my answer is Chris Brown. I feel like he's released so much music. I feel like his music is, it's so diverse. Um, I feel like he's also been such a staple in the industry. And, um, and, and, and I just love him. And I definitely feel most comfortably doing R&B and pop. Like I can just write. I can write that for days. Anything else I, I, I try to just to challenge myself all the time. And there's a lot of songs that I have written that, that, um, that I haven't released, but R&B and pop is, is my pocket. That's amazing. I love that. I mean, I love me some good pop music, but I would, if I chose someone, I'm going to go way out of my comfort. I would choose Carrie Underwood in, in top 40 for country because I feel like that I love country okay. music. And I, I mean, that's one of my favorite genres to listen to. But I feel like that would be so great to write for someone who already has an amazing career and who started on a reality show but made a name for herself. But I feel like just getting someone to think outside of their comfort zone and hear her voice from a different perspective, I think people will really get something from that. So I think Carrie Underwood would be who I would choose. And if I had to choose maybe a second person, I mean, Chloe. I mean, Chloe is amazing as well. Oh my God, I'm getting into her now. And I just, I'm obsessed. Like I'm obsessed with her attitude. I'm obsessed with her, her like delivery of her songs. I'm obsessed with her involvement in the production of her songs. Like she is really a queen and and she's been out for like a while now. And I kind of just, you know, it's hard for me to like really be plugged into everything going on um, when I'm kind of doing my own stuff, but I'm getting into her now. And I really am respecting everything that she's been doing and saying, because she's been saying a lot, you know? That's true. And I think you're saying a lot. I mean, the great thing is that you're outside of your comfort zone with the show that you're you, the ex on the beach. But I feel like that's great that you're going to broaden your audience of people of saying, hey, I, I never knew that Joel did this, this and this. And like your recent music video, like you did an amazing job. I mean, I, I really think this is where being an independent artist really stands out because you don't have to necessarily follow the guidelines of what a label tells you. You get to say, hey, this is what I want to present to the world and this is how I feel it can be seen. And as long as I'm being authentic and sharing it, then people hopefully will connect. And I think you're doing an amazing job at that. Thank you. I mean, definitely the show and that video kind of represent a new era for me because everything prior to that was kind of like, it was kind of like discreet. It was kind of very like getting my feet wet just with music before I go and talk about my sexuality or show my sexuality. But with this um, new video and uh, and being on X on the Beach, it's really kind of giving people on, uh, you know, letting them into my personal life and seeing me in a relationship, seeing who the who I was singing about, you know, getting 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 to have them make their own kind of decisions on who the bad guy was in our relationship, and and yeah, it's definitely a good opportunity for me to get out there. Absolutely. All right. So do you ever perform and have anxiety? Have you ever struggled with performance anxiety? And if so, how do you center yourself to stay grounded when you're performing? Well, I started releasing music during the pandemic. So um, I I released music. uh, The first song I released was in November 2020. So it's just now that everybody's kind of opening back up, you know, concerts and live events and stuff. And kind of like, unfortunately, avenues for independent artists are kind of low on that list, you know, so um, don't get me wrong. I live in LA. There's a few places that are allowing independent artists to perform and giving them kind of, you know, the platform. 
but um you know i i have not performed live um yet but it is on my to-do list and i have set a goal that by the end of the year i will be performing somewhere live so stay tuned for that because it will be happening i manifested it it's happening already it's in the works but um when i am like singing and and recording vocals it is nerve-wracking especially if you're with new people or a new producer or new songwriters you know it's um you know, you don't, you have your own insecurities. And then on top of that, you have the fact that you are independent and the fact that they don't know who you are. And, um, you know, it's, it is scary. Absolutely. But, you know, I'm, again, I'm coming to a place now where I'm just like, listen, God put me here. I'm here. Let's enjoy this moment. Realize that it's for a reason, you know, and, and kind of that gives me confidence to be able to perform at, at my, you know, high, high caliber at my highest self. So, Well, I have an actual secret for you that might help. Oh, go for it. Go for it. So I have a second podcast, which is called Space Between. And I have guests that Mm -hmm. come on and they perform live. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I will definitely, I'll sing you later on one of the the episodes you can listen to it. But yeah, I love doing that. And I love MTV Unplugged. And that was kind of the premise of my show. I'm like, hey, I don't know if there's any other podcast right now that are doing live audio performing on a podcast but I'm like you know what this is the lane I want to go in and I feel like it helps people to practice so that way when they actually get on the big stage they can say hey I've already had this opportunity and so if you need a definite place I'm here to definitely support it and share your music for sure oh my god I'm so down I'm always down to get out of my comfort zone always down to do stuff to better my craft so I will absolutely take you up on that offer all right. So y'all hear that, you guys? Joel will be performing his hit song, so y'all be able to, to really support it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So, Joel, I have only a couple of questions left, and the, this is when I ask all of my guests, but I think this is a really fun one. It's going to help you to kind of think outside of your comfort zone. But if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young Joel? Uh. So I recently wrote a song, it's called All In My Head, and it is literally like a love letter to my younger self. Um, And I can quote it, it uh, says, go live out your dreams, you can get far, I know you know it, you're never alone, you got me, trust me, I'll be on it. Um, And, um, and yeah, I I think that's, that's what I would tell him is that, you know, do what you want, go live out your dreams, you know, like, you're always going to have your back, like you got you. um, And that's literally all you need. You know what I mean? We all are born alone and we will die alone. You know what I mean? Everything that you need to be great and anybody else who has been great, you know, has has what we we all have. You know, we all share that. We are our own selves with our own drive, with our own talent, with our own journey. And be confident in that, you know, going back to being nervous in those rooms that I tell you about, you know, where I have to sing or I have to write. What does it what does it um how does it benefit you to be nervous and to allow that to affect you? It only literally affects you in, in a bad way. Why are you getting in your own way? You know what I mean? All those people, they have nothing to do with it. It's all on you, you know? So if you want your dreams, why are you allowing yourself to get to a place where you're standing in your own way? So just, you know, go out there and live out your dreams and be confident and be you and be happy. I love that. I love that you said being happy, being yourself, being authentic believing in you I mean that can be one of the hardest things as talented as you are you know Joel it can be hard when you if you look to compare yourself to other people that are currently on the charts or 
maybe other independent artists who are becoming popular. And it's like, when is my turn going to happen? And I always say that everyone's journey is different and it's about appreciating what it took to get to that step. And you never know what milestones you're going to reach that's going to really help that other artist or maybe someone who's been in the field for many years and they might know a producer and say, hey, I think this would be a good song for Joel or maybe you write a song for someone ghostwriting and that might lead to a bigger deal. We never know. But I feel like the more people get to know who you are as a person, they're going to want to work with you and say, hey, this is a guy I think that's doing some great things. And I do believe in your talent myself, but I don't have that control. But I really wish I could promote a lot of you guys that I talk to because I see the potential, but I also see the drive. And I think that is something you need in, in this entertainment business is you have to believe in you and market yeah. yourself or else people are going to look over you and always look for someone else. So as long as you just remember not to lose your integrity and your values associated with your career, you know, you can do anything you put your mind to. I love, I love that you said that because I think that that's so important. And honestly, it's such, <clears throat> even right now in this moment with what I have going on, it's been the biggest, the biggest, the best advice that I could ever give anybody in this industry is like you said, keep your integrity you know, um, that paired with your talent, like just do you don't let people change you and life will take care of, of, of everything else. You know what I mean? Like, don't get caught up in all that, like ego competition stuff. Cause it's really going to get you nowhere. And I can just, you know, we all can hear that and I can just say that, but I can tell you that I literally am living that right now where I'm not, I'm not jealous of anybody. I'm not trying to compete with anybody. I'm just doing me and that in itself with my talent is opening doors and people see that and they acknowledge that and they like that. And, you know, like it just, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit you to be nasty and to be egotistical and all that stuff. Right. Because in the end of the day, I always tell people when you pass, at least this is my belief system. I can't speak for every person, but I'm not taking those materialistic things with me. And I definitely cannot change what someone perceives about me ultimately they have a right to believe and say and think whatever they would like. But if my whole entire life and my career is based on someone else and what they have and what I need to model my show after and my books after, I could care less. I'm producing something, self-producing and doing this on my own because I want to be able to look back and say, you know what, this is a goal. This is on my vision board. These individuals were people who I thought were amazing and they agreed to share their space with me and that we were able to talk about things that need to be discussed in a respectful, loving, caring way. And that is what I always want to promote and push instead of just looking for salacious things to talk about just for ratings. That's not what this show is about. And I feel like some shows, that's how they make their mark. But what type of imprint are you actually leaving in someone's life? And that to me is what makes Black Canvas stand out from a lot of other shows is because this is about genuinely talking to people, whether if they're highly successful as far as quote unquote followers or not, but it's about, hey, this person is a human being that has a story and they can tell it in such a way that I feel connected. And that to me is an imprint that I want to leave. And I, I love that you're here because I think you're going to help influence so many young kids and give them a voice that maybe they didn't think they had. Yeah. And like I was telling you earlier, we stand for you and your platform as well. 
and your intention and just keep doing what you're doing, you know, and don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about numbers. Don't worry about, you know, don't worry about uh, going at, at your pace. Like just let everything work itself out. Keep your integrity, keep your intention and, and everything will work the way it's supposed to. You know, some people were not like, I always tell, I always tell, um, you know, my peers and stuff. I'm like, listen, what's meant to happen is going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, it is not meant for you. Some people who have gone so far in this interest industry, not all have made it like in terms of just living, you know, like some have really like, it's really gotten to them or some wish that they could just go back or wish that they could have done this or that. You know what I mean? Like it's not meant for everybody. Maybe it is not meant for you to achieve the level of success that you think you deserve or that you want to get to. And you just have to be okay with that. That's why when we mentioned, you know, uh, moving forward with integrity and just your talent and just your drive and lead with that, everything else, it's, it can get in the way, you know? So sorry, I got off track, but thank you for offering a, a platform for us to be able to to be us and and it not be hokey pokey or like you know lights and 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 smoke but just us being able to express ourselves genuinely absolutely and i'm glad you went into that and discussed it because i feel like a lot of people get stuck based on what they perceive to be success and success is is all relative right like like you mentioned success is actually getting up in the morning telling yourself you love yourself doing the right thing that is within your values and your moral compass and actually saying, hey, this is how I showed up today. And that can be successful one person. And so for me, I agree. I, I mean, chasing numbers is a waste of time. I feel like, you know, because you're going to lose genuine people. But I definitely always say from the beginning of the show to when I ended, I wanted to be the same intention. And I'm just so glad that I have been able to stick to, you know, what I believe. And there are certain guests who wanted to be on the show. And I've said no, because they're doing it for their own intention. And so I always say that's what I want to be able to continue to make sure that I connect with that person and that hopefully we all can connect with the audience. So you've been doing a really great job, Joelle. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So the last two questions I have for you, I'm going to combine these two. And the first one is, what is next for you and how can our listeners find you online? So what's next for me? Um, I have... I have a song under my belt. I, th- I was going to take a break for a while because like I really want to focus on um, licensing and syncing my, you know, making music for like TV and film. Like I really want to get into that. I really like, like I can't tell you how many times I've been watching TV or a movie and like the song paired with the scene just like gets to me where I have to just go back and rewatch it because it's just like so impactful. Um, <clears throat> and I really want to like dive into that. Not to say I'm not going to be an artist anymore, but I really want to focus on learning how that business works. So licensing my music to TV and film is absolutely on my list of stuff to do. Um, I said I wanted to perform live by the end of the year, so I will be doing that. Other than what what was, what was is your podcast called, the other one? Um, the other one is called Space Between. Other than Space Between, which I will be on soon, <laughs> I want to perform live with an audience by the end of the year. So stay tuned and be on the lookout for that because I will be posting about that information soon. And um, I'll be making my appearance on X on the Beach where I'll be kind of, you know, um, letting you guys in to see my love life and, and how the relationship that is attached to the music worked and what happened and kind of provide more context and uh, what else? Oh, I will be dropping. I released with my Rather Be Lonely video, I released a um, I released a hoodie. So I partnered with my really good friend, Danny. He has a clothing line called Odyssey Fit. And he we released a hoodie. So the hoodie that I wear in the video, 
um, we put on his on his site and in his store. Um, so I released that hoodie. So now with um, with the show coming out and everything, I'm releasing another shirt with him. Um, so that'll be online within within the next month. I should have that up and running. So um, yeah, those are a few things that I'm working with. And you guys can catch me on Instagram, um, underscore Joel, J-O-E-L-L-E, underscore Brian with an I. Um, I'm trying to get into TikTok, guys, and Twitter and all that stuff. But geez, like, oh, God, I don't even want to get into that. But um, YouTube, Joel Bryan as well. I'm really trying to get my YouTube audience on there. Um, and yeah, I think that covers everything, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's that's enough, right? To cover you, like, hey, I'm always working on something. Like, I I dove head first, you know. Well, that's me too. So I I feel like if you don't, I would say I'm gonna rest when I'm when I'm dead, and I I don't want to rest now. I want to continue to move and and do stuff and make moves. And so I, I love that you are having that same intuitiveness about you. That hey, I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing that feels right but I'm also following my dreams and my passions because that is what people admire. And when I look at artists, like you mentioned some artists earlier, Jojo is a great example of never giving up. Like she's having a resurgence in her career, but she never went anywhere. She was still doing mixtapes, doing stuff, promoting, you know, finding ways to hustle. And if you don't hustle, you're going to be left behind. So you have to figure out what works for you. Period. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's a double-edged sword sometimes. Cause like, I still don't feel like I'm doing enough. So sometimes I literally like have to write down, you know, what I'm working on to be like, okay, like, dude, you have a lot of stuff that you're doing. So just relax. But you know, it's like kind of that like imposter syndrome where you're just like, I need to do more. I need to do more with my time, you know, but all in time. All in time. Well, thank you so much, Joel, for being on the show. And let's remember, you guys, to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. I'm just so excited that you're here. And I will definitely keep you abreast of what's going on in the next maybe two or three months. We can kind of figure out a date and time. And we would love to hear you sing for sure live. I would love to hear it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. We'll plan it. All right. Well, thank you, Joel. I really appreciate you being here. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. All righty. You too. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm.